your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's happening? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast with Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. Thanks to our friends at Cantex Roofing and Construction for sponsoring this podcast as usual. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Usual. Level, you are uh, back from the Sooner State with a, a smile, so it appears. And uh, how are we doing, man? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm doing wonderful. Um yeah, uh, thank you, Norman. It was a pleasure. Uh, you know, I'll never see you again. And uh, I took what I wanted while I was there, and uh, not going back. So, isn't that yeah, the definition there. of a sooner? Someone just goes in there, <laughs> yeah, takes what they're not supposed to. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, it, it's hard to win in this league. It is hard to win in this league on the road Mm -hmm. it's especially hard to win on this league or in this league on the road when you are down nine with i think i don't know five to six minutes left i mean you you were fortunate enough to win at home down eight with three minutes to go against kansas state pulled that one off to which i kind of left that game going not real sure how you won this game, but doesn't really matter. Man. And so I, I walk uh, into the where I was going to talk to to Coach McCasland yesterday, uh, right outside the visitors' locker room at the Lloyd Noble Center. And uh, you know, he just said, "Man, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of how." And and that really sums it up yeah. uh, with with this group, man. Because it's, I mean, yesterday it was Chance McMillan. Yeah, you know, last uh, last Saturday it was it was Pop. But it's not just those guys. I mean, there's so many things that have to go into for, for those guys' performances to even matter. Uh, otherwise, it's one of these NBA dudes that is dropping 55 in a losing effort. And it's like, yay, you know, but it doesn't, it's like, you you know, you're not getting the result. And yep. so, uh, I, but I don't know, man. Uh, I, I really thought this would be a tough one just, and, and you got, I think you got Oklahoma's, you know, you, you talk about ways to win the conference. Well, let me tell you ways to lose it or, or not be a contender for it. Lose back-to-back home games like Oklahoma yep. just did this past week. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that that's that's um, uh, and they had the best crowd I've ever seen at 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 uh, Lloyd Noble Center. Best crowd by far. Yep. A lot of that had to do with Tech fans, but it there was a lot of Sooner fans that were there, and it was full. Uh, I have not seen that really ever. Uh, it, it basketball is an afterthought there, and I thought you know they played hard they being Oklahoma you kind of were getting them off of a loss and they Mm -hmm. got their you know I mean all the stuff and they pressured you and they they fouled you a lot when it wasn't called Uh, but they were they were kind of allowing the a lot of the contact and it was very physical and yet you survived it uh and it wasn't easy by any means 
But I mean, unbelievable, man. I mean, it's just, uh, yes, winning is better than losing, but what a gift Grant McCaslin has given this fan wow. base yeah. to go to Austin and Norman and your last trips there from a basketball standpoint and say, you know, whole, like, you know, like the Lion King, like, you know, WW in Austin and, uh, you know, in Norman and say, here, 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 everybody take a look, you know, I mean, like the Simba moment, but it's like two W's in his hand, uh, road wins uh, in those two places. And you'll, you'll never go back. I mean, I say never, but, you know, maybe, maybe be a long, long time. But uh, yeah, so sorry, I, I've, I've rattled on, but uh, great, great day, man. How much has it turned, though, with McCaslin you're talking about? Those two things are phenomenal, but I, I think the vast majority of Tech fans had cautious optimism going into this season. Um, the the thought that you could be – I think most projections had you somewhere around a bubble team. Some had you in, some had you out. Uh, that's That was the thought coming into the season and really coming into Big 12 play as well, that you'd be a, a bubble team, one that might make the tournament. You still got two-thirds of Big 12 play to go, so nothing is, is set. But I don't think anybody anticipated what you've done through six games in, in Big 12 play, a five-and-one start, have held sole possession of, of first place for a, a pretty good chunk of Big 12 play. And it, I'm still just kind of in, in awe of what's gone on because winning on the road in Big 12 play, just only only title contenders do that, really. I mean, only teams that that are in contention to win the Big 12 are able to win on the road in, in tough atmospheres the way Tech has done. And again, a lot of basketball left, but they've played like a title contender up to this point. Yeah, you know, I uh, I was asked this question uh, personally, and it you know this is I guess I can just toss it out here since we're talking about questions that would be asked and answered and all these things, and yeah. it was a, it's a legitimate question. Um, and it was somebody that I really really trust and somebody heavily involved in college basketball. It, it was kind of like like tongue in cheek, but I knew what they meant, and, yeah. and they were like kind of joking but serious. Like, are they are are they peaking too early? And and I, I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, hey man, some teams never peak, right? And so yeah. I'll take a peak too early versus a, a no peak, sure. uh, I, I guess. But I, I I think Grant and his his staff and these kids deserve a tremendous amount of credit uh, because they're now that you've had the the season ending injury to to Devin Cambridge, you're one injury away from this thing really being very different than what True. it can be right now. Just simple math and the pieces that you have that you that you trust and are ready to to play at this level uh and, and that is needed at this level to try to play championship basketball i think uh when, when you go get road wins plural i think it does change the expectation a bit for outsiders and folks within yeah. uh because and and this is this shouldn't be a surprise to folks that have followed Coach McCaslin's career. He tried to tell everybody that would listen. Hey, you know, folks, we have the best road record at UNT the last whatever two or three years, whatever it was. Um, you know, he, you know, they, they talked about defense. They talked about winning on the road. I mean, Joey McGuire's calling Grant McCaslin is like, "Hey, you got any tips 
for for winning on the road. Yeah, uh, you know all, all those things. And and in true road games this year, they they are they're two and two. I mean, they they lost uh, in Houston and the Villanova. Uh, well, excuse me, uh, Butler and 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 uh, Houston. Right. Uh, the the Villanova game was at the Palmas. Sorry. Right. Uh, and so, but I, I just think that yeah, there's a way that he because he's pretty. He's pretty even keel, uh, but th- they just are so detailed, and he's he just doesn't sweat the small stuff. Uh, and and I think that uh, th- there's a maturity level with his kids because I mean, you you went out and you recruited some pieces that would have multiple years here, but you know where would you be without Joe and uh, Warren, like the fifth year COVID senior type guy. Yeah, uh, and, and and those guys have been through this, uh, been on the road, been in hostile environments, and all those things. So it just it's kind of a, a beautiful thing to watch. And the fun thing for the fans is that everything that you just said is what makes this fun because it was somewhat unexpected. You haven't accomplished anything yet. There is, you know, what twelve more rounds in this fight? I guess if we yeah. want to, you know, term it that, uh, which is what kind of tech. Uh, does on social media but that that's these are the kind of runs that kind of make it fun and if you look at this little two-game road trip that you were about to take i mean i i would have said man if you can get one of these yeah and then come home and play cincinnati and continue to win at home if you could just sneak one on the road and keep winning at home that's the recipe for winning the thing sure and, and now now that you've won one what what if you can get another <laughs> what if yeah you start yeah. to ask those questions. Um, and, and I, you know, here's another question from the audience. The first one from emails says, when should we start taking Texas Tech seriously as a Big 12 title contender? Well, you, you know, I, I think uh, some, some are still very much on the fence. And I and I understand it. Yeah. I, I, I totally get it. When you look at their team, you're like, this isn't supposed to be what is happening. Mm-hmm. The pieces don't necessarily because i mean let's be honest there was a study i I had a coach uh that that i knew three four five years ago and it's somewhat changed now because of the the portal and 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 some of the dynamics but there there was a stretch there where there was uh like the 12 to 14 year span where if you won the regular season big 12 title that you had like one ish, you know, like one plus NBA yeah. types on your team, and certainly one ish, uh, and and sometimes like like two, and, and we're talking like first and second team, like all Big Twelve type players. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Pop would be the closest thing to that. I I don't know if he's a unanimous all Big Twelve performer. He's I, played I, into contention for it at least right now. If you win enough games, he, yeah, he would. But like, is he a bonafide like no NBA no doubter? I wouldn't no. say that. I think no. is he going to play professionally? Absolutely. But that that and so I think to to those that have followed it and write about it and covered the league, they look at it and go, "I don't." There's not an all conference like no brainer. There's not a you know a this and a that. And you look for all the things that you're supposed to see, and yet they just keep getting results. Um, yeah. So that's a credit to to the because there's no ego on this team that that needs to be stated all these guys they don't care you know they don't give a bleep about who gets the credit uh and, and grant doesn't either 
Grant deflects and talks about his staff and, and, and all the all the individual pieces, even the trainer, you know, Big Mike, uh, you know, and yeah. and and Chris Nottingham, the video court. It, it's just kind of a beautiful kind of existence right now. And so, but I mean, you go in and, and TC or in Fort Worth against TCU, and you you sweep that two game road trip. Oh, I, I guarantee you won't find anybody that won't take you seriously at that point. Yeah, I, I keep feel like personally, I keep I've been kind of okay. I need to see this, or I need to see that to to really let myself buy in that you're you're in that Big Twelve title hunt. I mean, you've been in first place for a while. I get that it's it's six games in, not twelve games in. So, I guess at a personal level, I'm still maybe holding out for like the TCU win or or whatever you need to see, but. I, I don't know what else they need to prove up to this point. Two ri- Big 12 road wins um, against teams that are looked at as tournament teams right now. I think Lenardi has both teams in in the uh, the conversation. Yeah, I, I don't know what else you need to see to say well, at least they can contend. We're not saying they're going to go win it outright, but to, to contend for a title, I, I don't know why not. The, the uh, you know, and, and I think we need to remember, we need, we, need, we need to really remember, especially when you, when you, you know, get to this point, and, and I think you will. I don't know what it looks like and how long it will last. Yeah. But adversity is, is around the corner. Absolutely. And, 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 and I say that because the league is, is you know, we, we can't sit here and say the league is the best league in the country and then not understand that I don't care who you are. You're not rolling sure. through this thing. The league sure. is too good. Sorry. I mean, that's the reality of it. And, and then how do you handle that when it gets there? And, and is it a, because like what, what's, I don't know. And, and choice, you can correct me on this, but I want to say, I want to say that like UConn won the national championship last year. Mm-hmm. And I want to say there was either a, the, the numbers six and eight uh, r- r- rolling my around in my head, but they either lost six in a row or maybe they lost six of eight games in a span of their conference season and still won the national championship. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, cause I mean that you're, you're talking in a college basketball season, you lose, you lose six of eight or six in a row, whichever it was that that's either three weeks or that's a month. Okay. You're playing two games a week. You, you're telling me you lose six in a row. That's a three-week span. If you lose six of eight, that's that's a month's worth of games. So either way, that that's a month's worth of of like a, you know, a tough patch. And I'm sure that there's probably many and most folks that just buried them, and yet they won the whole dad gum thing. Yeah, it was six of eight from December 31st to January. 25th for so from january so so from december 31st to january 31st they won two games yeah i mean so out of eight just process that um now now they got it figured out and then and then went on this run sure and and so um but you can't you know you can't just dismiss a team like baylor for example they're they're on a three-game losing streak yeah is it is it caught turned heads is it like whoa yeah, but I mean, there's still plenty of time left, and so I guess my yeah. point is, you're you're gonna hit a, a rough patch uh, at sure. some point. You just hope that it's not, uh, um, you're 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 going. 
we can't sit here and, and have it both ways and say the league is, uh, it, it, you know, if we're going to say it's the best in the country, then you have to expect some some rough patches. That's the beauty of playing in the toughest league in the country. Yeah. I mean, Kansas off to their worst start in Big 12 history at four and three. I mean, think yeah. about that. I, I was they asking can't, someone can't yesterday. Win a game. Yeah, I was yeah. asking. I'm like, when's the last time Kansas has been four and three in <laughs> to open in seven games? And, and there are answer. plenty of people yeah. that, that have watched them that will tell you this is not a typical Kansas team. They're not very deep. They don't shoot it well. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, there's four to five pieces on their team that Bill Self trusts. Yeah. They don't play, but but about six or seven. So for all your kind of looking at your guy, like, oh, boy, not very deep and all that. I mean, there's right. plenty of teams in the same boat. Uh, they don't particularly shoot it uh, well from from deep. Um you know, they turn it over to I me. Mean, there, there's a long list of, of things yeah. and, you know, they're still good and, and, and demand the level of respect. But because I, I, I thought that typically when Kansas wins this league, they may, they're going to drop a few games here and there again, leagues too tough, but they go mm-hmm. beat like an Iowa state. You count them out. They, they go into Ames and like, yeah, we're going to remind everybody. Well, they didn't. And, and so, you know, everybody's got their own issues and all those things, but the league is just a monster. Yeah. It's a meat grinder. I mean, look at what went on in Waco uh, uh, on, yeah. a, on a Saturday evening uh, or I- I- into the night, I guess it would be, or afternoon or whatever. I mean, that was, uh, you know, and I'm just sitting there paying attention to that one, hoping that TCU is like expending every. That's exactly my approach. When I'm, <laughs> I was actually driving back. Keep going. Town. I was let's listening get, let's to get that the game. Five overtimes. Emmanuel you know? Miller played over fifty minutes in that game, so I'm like, all right. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. that's a a good thing for Tuesday night for, for yeah. Texas Tech. So, um, I mean, you talk about the adversity and the it's the it's the win, not if type of thing for Tech. Oh, yeah. You you've been playing with some fire. Uh, it's well documented and pretty amazing, mind you. The the whole basketball power index thing on on espn's website they have a a running tracker on on the website during the game of percentage chance to win and a good basis off of the pre pre-game odds for the the power index and then goes from there by the score for the most part of this this is their chance to win this game so tech in in four games four wins so far the texas game you reached uh 82.8 percent chance of losing that game essentially the kansas state game 90.8 percent the byu game 95 percent chance you're going to lose that game and then 93.9 is what you hit against oklahoma on saturday so you there is a a playing with fire elements of you you want to quit being in these these holes quit digging so deep but there's also i mean it, it depends if you're a a glass half empty or half full person, I'm sure, because there's also just an amazement factor of how have you continued to be able to to come back from these deficits? It's not about if the glass is half full or it's half empty. It's about who's pouring the water. <laughs> That's a good where'd you get that one from? I like that. I had a I had a, a coach tell me that a long time ago. That's and I've a good one. Forgotten it. And it's yeah. it it uh you know, because like Kellen Buffington and I, I and I and I would tell it's funny because choice you would you you see me right after some of these like football things I would tell Debbie McGuire this quote all the time this past yeah. fall 
you know, when you'd win one of these close ones, I think I mean, I said it last sure. year, you know, I'd see coach's wife, you know, after one of these games or I'd see her up or she'd say, I'm nervous before the game. And I'd say, it's not about half full or half empty. It's about who's pouring the water. I trust your husband immensely yeah. with, with, with the decision-making and, and all the things like don't stress easy for me to say, <laughs> but I, I, I just think you've got some, you, you know, folks right now that are kind of in charge of this, whether it's your two guards, or your head coach or whatever. And, and, and like, I think about it, like Kellen Buffington, the, the, the 806 GM uh, is, he is known by on Twitter. Who's part of this basketball staff. Yeah. He said something along the lines of, of, of it yesterday. We were on the plane and, and, and I think right when we landed, he kind of tweeted this out uh, back in Lubbock, but it's like, I love analytics as much as anybody. He's like, we use it. Uh, you know, and all that. But the one thing that analytics, it's a data driven, you know, table and, and it shows you this and that. But the one thing analytics does not, you know, count for. And I think what you're seeing here is like the the, the grit component, the heart component, the the no, no quit component. And, and then and then one one thing that because this team like in back to back Saturdays, you, you essentially played the same game. And what I mean by that is you, you scored, I think, uh, 30, 32 points uh, last week versus BYU in the first half. And you came back and you scored 53 in the mm -hmm. second. Yeah, I'll score them 53 think, to 30, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and, and then I think against Oklahoma, it's essentially almost dead on. It's yeah. the same – plus 20 type of half, like you get into the 33 and then you score 52 or whatever sure. against Oklahoma. Well, the, the one thing that I think people are going to start talking about too, though, and there's a direct correlation into why that it, it was in the second half. You're a, an elite level free throw shooting team. Yeah. yeah. You, you may, you were seven of eight at the stripe. Uh, you were seven of eight at the stripe in the last like two minutes mm -hmm. yesterday uh, against Oklahoma you, you, I think you know Joe Toussaint missed the one of the one of his free throws at the tail end. But other than that, yes. it was like that was the only free throw that you missed last week versus BYU. And 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 look at like look at what Oklahoma's free throw numbers were yesterday. I hate to dumb this down, and there's so many reasons why you won this game. Oklahoma yeah. missed nine free throws, and they're a good shooting team coming in too. They were they were one of the better free throw shooting teams yeah. in the conference certainly. But I just think. Uh, and you weren't perfect. You were 16 to 19. But so many of those when you're trying to ice a game, oh, absolutely. Or or, or in a position where they got to put you on the foul line, you, you're, you know, so I, I just there's a lot of layers here, but it's a it's a maturity, it's a clutch, it's uh, you know, Grant drawing up the right play to get the right guys the ball. Yeah. Uh, so they're the ones that are fouled. Anyway, it, it's it's some fun stuff, man. I'm I'm enjoying the heck out of it, and I hope everybody else is too. You know, last basketball thought before we move on to a couple of questions, but I had a coach tell me not too long ago, good shooting can cover up a lot of ills. Good shooting for basketball. It's just, it's as simple as that. And you're not just a good free throw shooting team. You're so much better of a shooting team as a whole this year. Um, and we see that some guys have on nights, some guys have off. You've had Herculean efforts out of to your guys the last two games shooting the basketball pop Isaacson and, and chance McMillan, obviously against Oklahoma with 27 points. Yeah. You have some guys that are highly flammable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you really do. Uh, uh, 
you, you know, I think we were, we were, we were asking the question. I, I, I was, I mean, I'll, I'll admit to it. Like before the season started, like, do you have a dude that can, that can bail you out, can make yeah. something of nothing. And, and, you know, it sounds like you, you, you got multiple, it just yep. depends on what night it is. Cause I mean, Joe's even played this role. Sure. Um, uh, you know, and, and then you've got guys like Darion and, you know, Kerwin or, or Warren that are just kind of, they, they do their, everybody just knows their role, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, but it's, it's funny you said that about good shooting. Cause it, you're right. I mean, the game is so much easier when you hit shots when you don't, it affects everything else. It shouldn't, but it does. It's like you don't play as good a defense. Yeah, you're not as into it. You get frustrated. I mean, but when that ball goes through the net, it's like this is a great sport. I love this. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> and it's just a matter of seeing the yeah. ball go through the net. Like everything. Sure. You know, this is it, 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 no matter the level. You know, um, yeah, just you the can way dumb it, down basketball to its simplest form, and it's who can make more shots and. Yeah, the other team. That's what and, it and is. I would tell I would tell kids that I was coaching them. I'm like, when you're when you're teaching them, you know, basics and things like that. I'm like, you know, fellas, the, the team that makes the most layups wins. The team yeah. that misses the most will lose. And, and and to a certain extent, that is still true. I sure. mean, obviously, the college level, it's 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 a bit different. But you know, anyway, I just uh, yeah, because yeah, Tim Tadlock would tell you. Hey man, you find me nine dudes that can hit. I'll yeah. find them somewhere to stand. That's not to exactly knock what anybody's, not 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 to knock anybody's defense, uh, or or that the defense isn't important. Uh, but I'm just saying it, it's like, uh, you, hey man, they can hit. I'll, yeah. I'll find somewhere, put a glove on them, and you know figure out the rest. But You're right. uh, yeah, speaking so. of Tim Tadlock, they're what were we a little less than three weeks away from uh, getting that season underway. They should have a pretty good baseball team this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, a couple other questions outside of basketball. Actually, before we do that, I'll give you a chance. Real quick uh, preview, TCU and, and Cincy. Um, Cincy, you get that team at home, but they've been dangerous. They played Kansas to five points, I think, in Lawrence this past week. And then, uh, of course, the, the TCU one's first. Uh, that that team is uh, as good as anybody in the conference right now. Oh yeah. T- TCU's a, they're a, they're a matchup problem for a variety of reasons that uh, they are long and athletic. These are the teams that kind of make me nervous about Texas tech. I think you just saw one in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't necessarily heavily rely on the three as much as some teams do. They want to get out and run and then kind of hammer you on the glass and, and, and things like that. They make it hard on you when the game slows down on offense to, to, you know, to penetrate the lane and to do kind of your things, because it's just kind of like Kansas state. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's just difficult. And, and you, you're going to have to be very um, mindful of, you know, of, of their length and athleticism. And Emmanuel Miller is, is one of the top players in the conference. Uh, Everything is running through him, which is not, it's somewhat rare for offense to run through a forward, but that's sure. kind of what's happening with TCU. But like, you know, you say that Jameer Nelson Jr. I mean, he went for 30. Yeah. Uh, he went for 30 in Waco. I think it was 30 or 31, but he only made one three, I think. Um, yeah. So that tells you how they think. I mean, this is a points in the paint outfit. This is a, yep. uh, a second chance points uh, opportunity kind of outfit. This is, and again, Oklahoma and TCU are very similar. I like TCU's individual pieces a bit better. Um. But the the depth and the length and and the skill level is, is very similar uh, to what you're dealing with here in back to back games, um, and so expect another 
you know, tough one in, in Fort Worth. And I hope to see many tech fans there as long as the TCU athletic department didn't ban you or, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, whatever it is that they do. Uh, yeah. It's, they got yeah. their sneaky ways. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one, a football question after the Harbaugh news this week, do you anticipate any more coaching carousel news within the big 12? And do you think there'll be any trickle down effect where any tech coaches still could leave? Well, I mean, again, you're, 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 you're in, uh, this is a rarity to this point, but it, it doesn't appear that you've had really any movement with your actual assistants. There's been mm-hmm. some, some graduate assistant, some analyst type folks that have, right. that have left and tried to get better at different jobs uh, and, and all those things, uh, you know, but as far as your actual, coaching staff it has remained untouched and but i i just i i'm always going to say this you just never know um you know th- there's even times when things happen and y- you get something after spring concludes i mean heck you know what you know you just never know right. uh, remember jack bignell jr that was maybe before your time Woodman and he was uh he was your offensive line coach for the spring and then he took a different job after spring was over and you're just like oh I mean pretty rough yeah well yeah it's a hard yeah you you just invested uh 15 practices into a, a guy sure. that coached a whole group as important as the O line that you're like okay never mind uh we we gotta go get somebody else in here and all that stuff so that's a bit tricky but yeah right now man and, and I think for Michigan you know, Sharon Moore, probably the no brainer choice. And it, and it keeps most of that roster there, but boy, they lost a lot. Sure. I mean, that, that's a tough, it's going to be a tough job for, for him, at least in year one, because they lost a lot. They're going to lose a lot to the draft and the, and the graduation right. and all those things uh, and, and, and whatnot. And so, you know, but Hey, I don't feel sorry for them because they, they won a national championship. So. Yeah. 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 You can, you can trade some stuff away. Uh, how late was it that Emmett Jones left last year? It was in mid-January ish. Okay. You know, yeah, so you've kind of crossed that point, but I think so. Yeah, because yeah. you're you're getting into February here, uh, and you know, I, I think yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was that that was all going on over like, you know, Christmas ish. Uh, you know, kind yeah. of shortly thereafter, and yeah, that's I think that's the way that 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 all went down. Uh, one more question from the audience. This one is from Jose. So as y'all talked about the schedule on the last episode, could Tech end up playing a Thursday or Friday game when this schedule is released? Oh, I, I think I think you. If I'm you, I would expect it. Uh, I, I don't. I, I, there's no guarantee, but I think there's a lot of inventory on the Thursdays and Fridays uh, with this new TV deal. Um, and I think that, 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 you know, everybody's gonna be affected one way or the other. And like, I don't expect you to play the Friday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, which, cause you, you technically sure. had a Thursday and a Friday game this past year That's because true. you played Friday in Austin and you hosted TCU on a Thursday night. Uh, but you, you're gonna, you specifically, I think asked the league to play on the Saturday. I don't know how that works. I was just kind yeah. of told that we, we've kind of indicated to the league as yeah. a school, we want to play on the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. We got a big basketball game on that Friday night, you know, because I think some schools are like, please don't schedule us then. Right. Like you've actually said, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, trying to prepare those games up. But but I, I would guess that one, and this is actually a good thing to me, but I, I think that one of your, 
one of your four conference road trips could be a like a Thursday or a Friday game. Um, and you and think I, that could and, be a good thing? Oh yeah, I do because okay. I think that the crowds aren't as uh, aren't as juiced. I mean, sure. w- would you would you rather go play Oklahoma State and T or, or TCU on a on a Thursday night at six? Sure. Or or Saturday at two thirty. Yeah. yeah. You, you tell me. You know, um, definitely the Thursday. Yeah, and and you know, you and know, I think of, from what I understand on the Friday thing, I think uh, Tech. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Tech does not ever want these games on Friday nights at home, if if uh, that is avoidable because of you know Texas high school football and that sort of thing. But I don't know how much. Say yeah, you get well, in that's that. yeah, and that that's uh, that's uh, you, you don't want to offend anybody. I, I think, but I, I don't know if you can be guaranteed that or not. Sure, I, I right, don't, right. You know, it, it's uh, it's just TV dollars, and and those do those Thursday and Friday night games uh, from the Power Five leagues, anyways. They do get some yeah, ratings. They do. Yeah. So anyway, so we'll, we'll see what we get, but we should, but next time we talk, we should have that schedule. Yeah. I believe uh, Tuesday is the anticipated Just date. Please give me some Ames, Iowa in <laughs> September, October. That's all I'm asking for, man. That's all you want. Right. You were, you were freezing your baguettes yeah. off last time we were, uh, I have PTSD from it, uh, actually. <laughs> hey, well, John likes to tell the story of you, you're down on the field, but his, his jacket froze to the window, so that was that was. Oh, shit. oh, it, indoors, <laughs> yeah. Heaven forbid, poor John guy. Harris, yeah, yeah it, exactly. It yeah. was, it was. Not a cold any sympathy one, for, for me. Sure. I'm down there. I'm down there trying not to burn my lip on this chicken broth that I'm sucking down just to stay <laughs> warm, and I can barely find my mouth through all the stuff that I've got on. It was. Um, uh, I mean, you you knew it was cold when like not even Iowa State fans showed up. I mean, it was the smallest crowd that you. Oh, that was tiny. I was shocked at that. Yeah, so, I mean, what yeah. was the trick? One, uh, the uh, the right guard. Va- oh, right guard Vaseline. And Vaseline. Yeah, and you spray right guard. Wasn't there cayenne pepper involved too to to warm yeah, you? Yeah, like you, you, there, you there mix was, that up. That, that was the the rumor. I don't know if I ever if I saw anybody do the cayenne okay. pepper, but definitely the the Vaseline on your, you know, like are those patches or, yeah. or you just put it on there and it would basically like it seal your skin kind yeah. of thing. Um, Keep it warm. Yeah. It, it, it kind of make it a, your everything a bit of a mess. And, and if yeah. you bumped up anything, it would rub off. But um, yeah. yeah, then you put, you put right guard on your, hands and feet and all that and it would keep them from sweating because the sweat is what makes it, sure. it makes everything so cold and and all the, all the moisture there but uh yeah anyways yeah we, we got down, way down a rabbit hole here talking about this year's schedule <laughs> well so hopefully you don't have to deal with that that's the idea the yes next time around yes we'll, that is the hope choice we will we will talk about it next time uh because we'll have a schedule level appreciate the time as always uh, and we'll talk to you next week yeah, sounds good. Hope to see everybody at the arena uh, this coming weekend uh, against Cincinnati. It'd be a, be a tough one. They are big and athletic. Some foreign kids on that team. Uh, they're coached by a, a young superstar in Wes. Uh, coach, uh, oh, geez, Wes Miller, sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, and um, anyway, they're, they're sneaky good. So it's just like there's just no off nights. But, yeah, hopefully maybe I'll see you in Fort Worth on Tuesday night, maybe in, in yeah. Lubbock uh, next Saturday. But, uh, yeah, thank you to the folks at uh, – Cantex roofing. I actually saw somebody in Norman at the game who listens and watches these. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. And they wanted to know why my camera is better than yours. I was like, <laughs> man, that's yeah. Cause Le- I, I guess getting those look- high dollars. That's why. So no, 
this, this thing's like 25 bucks anyways but i, I was like i was like I, I i don't i look at the camera when i'm talking i don't really look at choice but anyway that was the comment uh, that they made i laughed i laughed, I, laughed. I was like i can't wait to tell choice that um anyways but i uh, pr- appreciate everybody being part of this one and we'll talk to you next time keep hope alive everybody absolutely that's chris level i'm choice woodman it's been the ask level podcast brought to you by double t 97.3 You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T 97.3.